I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. Oh my gosh, you may recognize us from the uh, Twitter feed of Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Mail Girl, who, as we, I want to reiterate from last week, whom we love very much and appreciate. We need to find another, uh, we need to pick another one of our favorite celebrities to. Uh, Speak highly of this week so I can tag them also. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But it is Tuesday, and that can only mean one thing. It, As the intro says, I am Chris. I am also Chris, and I want to wish you all a happy 2-2-2-2-2-Tuesday. 2-2-2-2 on your calendar, which means we are doing two episodes tonight. Wait, what? No, we're not. I'm just kidding. I am absolutely good. <laughs> two half-hour episodes combined into one is what we're doing. That's Sounds what it is. Right. It's two half-hour episodes with one topic that goes over the entire thing with no break in between to signify that it's actually a second episode. It's really just a regular episode. That's all. And together we are the number one highest rated TN2M show on the entire Talk Nerd Me podcast network. We are your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, and we are the unofficial but official TN2M show of The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. True. I'm, I'm calling True. it. I'm calling it. That we are the official Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network show of the Joe Bob Briggs Shutter Show because we got we got massive love last week from uh, Darcy the Mail Girl and Joe Bob Briggs himself. So that's, uh, Joe Bob crept into the DMs. He did. He did. Um, yeah, Joe Bob. Joe Bob slid into our DMs last week. I feel like uh, I can say that uh, we welcomed him into our DMs. So uh, maybe look for a. Maybe look for a collab coming soon. Maybe look for something coming. I don't know, but fingers, uh, crossed, fingers crossed. You know, it's it's very possible, and uh, so we don't know. We don't know. You know what I've been? Wa- can, can I just can I can I tell you one thing that I've been doing a whole lot of, and it brought back sure. like I had crazy flashbacks this week because. I've been watching a lot of, um, I, I can't tell you how I got on this because I feel like the statute of limitations is not out yet. <laughs> um, but I, I stumbled upon all the episodes of like the classic episodes of MTV's jackass. Oh yeah. 
And so I've been watching those and now my like recently played like music on my music app is all like the soundtrack of Jackass. <laughs> so like so like no joke. Like I literally like and and I like this one came on and I was like oh my god like I remember hearing that like like just just listen to this beat and tell me like what's the like where you are in your life when you hear this okay I heard that like that opening and like dude I I went all the way back to high school study hall when I should have been doing my homework and instead YouTube wasn't a thing yet none of this stuff was a thing yet we were just talking about the stuff that we saw on Jackass like we had to talk about it because we couldn't like pull it up <laughs> that 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 opening riff like I, I was watching that they they did that um, on the shopping carts where like you know one person sits in the shopping cart and the other one just runs and then just launches the shopping cart and whatever happens to the person in it happens and that's the soundtrack that they played and like I I don't even remember any of the segment stuff because I was just listening to that song and I was like holy shit like I know exactly where I was like I, I know exactly where that it, it's that. Like like a, a beat like that, like that riff, and then the opening to uh, "What's My Age Again." Oh God, yeah. Like th that that takes me so far back. That riff takes me back to, and I can't remember which one, but it was in one of the Tony Hawk games, and it takes me back to being like sitting on my bedroom floor playing Tony Hawk in my like mid teens. It's like okay. Yeah, as I was like, you know, you you hear the uh, you hear the like that hits you different. Like, yep. I I love whenever I hear that song, I look up the clip of Blink One Eighty Two, and now everybody's gonna go to YouTube and look this up because you're gonna two of my favorite things, uh, Blink One Eighty Two and Ryan Reynolds in the same clip. And people are going to be like, what? What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go to YouTube and you look up Blink-182 on Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Okay. And, and they play they play What's My Age Again in the pizza place when Ryan Reynolds quits that job. And it's, like, it's a great scene. It's, it's, it's the most like late 90s thing you could see because it's like Ryan Reynolds with the big spiky hair and blink 182 playing what's my age again. And like, it's, it's just, it's, it's a masterwork in 1999 <laughs> entertainment. So yeah, Google or just put it in your YouTube machine. Look up, um, blink 182 on two guys, a girl in a pizza place. And you'll thank me later. I promise. Um, but yeah, no, I heard that, uh, I heard that, da -da 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 and I like, dude, I just like, 
I was I was gone. Like I was in another place. <laughs> you were in another life. I was like it was up on the TV, and I was like I don't even know what's happening because I'm like listening to the music instead, and like you know they're they're running shopping carts over trees and stuff, and like people are just getting destroyed, and I'm just going. Oh, like I was, I was gone. Like I was a complete and total different place. So, so you know, you you know, there's uh, there's an episode of Jackass where they're on the gorilla suits doing the cart stuff. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah. So one of the guys, it's the only time he was ever used in Jackass was this guy named Mike Holman. Um, it's like the only sketch they ever used him for, and you never even saw his face. So there's this douchebag in Lexington who literally went online and claimed that was him. Oh, no, no. Like, you know, he's a fucking sick. Like, at the time, he was like, and would have his, like, roommate, like, you know, I don't know why anyone would believe it. Because it's like, okay, if you were in that one segment, like, and you claim to be friends with all these guys and so close with all of them, then, like. Why weren't you featured in any of the movies? Yeah. Why did they all live in New England when you lived in fucking Lexington, Kentucky? <laughs> yeah, that makes no um, sense. So, like, got to the point where, uh, like, it got called out. And, like, you know, he's a, quote, guest of some conventions we've been to. But he always, like, it, he's not being given a table. Like, he's he's definitely paying for it and... He was at LCTC in like 2017, 2018. And, uh, you know, it says Mike Holman then has like his thing says as featured on Jackass. Oh. And someone put post it notes over the as featured <laughs> on and put is a. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a smart post it note. Yeah. Yeah. I went like to, he, uh, he, no, no, go ahead. Sorry. He would literally like have his roommate pretend to be Johnny Knoxville on the phone when he was trying to pick up women. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be Johnny Knoxville, but that's, that's not cool. Uh, I went to high school with a guy named David Holman. Mm -hmm. Not the same. Um, Oh yeah. So, uh, I just want to do one quick follow up and then we will we will get to what we're actually doing today. Uh so remember the story, and I know you've heard it like a million times, and so I'm not gonna retell the whole thing, but remember the time that I had one of my friends over and uh we saw what we thought was a murder. Yeah. Someone dumping the body across the street and the murder shack and all of that. So you know, I, I I had said over and over and over again that I'm like, I have no idea where my buddy is. Like, you know, I haven't talked to him in years, blah, blah, blah. And so one day, randomly, he came up on my people you may know on Facebook. Oh, nice. Take a guess what he does for a living. It's crazy. You're it, it, it's going to blow your mind. Security guard in an old folks' home. Oh no, no. So this is my friend who grew up like ten minutes from me. Uh, his like I haven't, I haven't talked to him in forever. He is 
a professor of mathematics at Harvard. Jesus. Yeah. So if anybody wants to know if we're there's a chance that I can get him on the show to talk about that incident, probably not. It'd be funny though. Oh, it would be. Like he's doing like real important shit and I am talking about I'm talking about how I'm stuck in my adolescence watching jackass clips. <laughs> he's teaching mathematics at Harvard and so I don't think that's going to happen. Uh I I just I have a feeling that that's not going to happen. I'm because uh, I mean, I, I it was at that point that I realized that he and I probably don't have a lot in common anymore. <laughs> because I'm terrible at math, and he teaches it at Harvard. <sighs> so uh, that's a uh... yeah. So Matt Martin, you're a lot smarter than me. That's all I'm going to say. You're probably better looking too. Oh, 100. I don't know if there's there's no way he, he couldn't be. <laughs> there's like there there's literally no way that he could be worse looking than me. So, uh, you know, it's so I, I thought about adding him as a friend and I was like I can't. Like I can't. I can't add him as a friend so then he clicks on my profile and he sees my life and he's like this guy's stupid like this guy this guy goes on a a a show and says if you don't buy tickets to our next live show on saturday night may the 5th in historic downtown bowling green kentucky at the capitol that he is going to harm your family i will punch someone in your immediately in, in your immediate family's face if you don't buy tickets you know May 5th is a Thursday, right? Is it? May 7th. May 7th. There it is. Yeah, Saturday, May 7th. May the 7th. See, I, like, I don't even know dates. How, how am I going to talk about math with a Harvard math professor? <laughs> uh, Saturday night, May the 7th. If you don't buy tickets, I will punch someone in your family's face. If you do buy tickets, I will pee on the stage. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's a... Your $5 ticket will come with a poncho if you are in the splash zone. Ugh, that's, about like all, that. that's about all I can say about that. No, that but uh, that, that is a legit thing. He is a, he is a professor at, he's a math, math professor at Harvard and I feel fucking dumb. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he and I witnessed a murder together. So I guess we're linked that way forever. Yeah, that's true. So. I don't know, but you were right. You said it's two twenty-two twenty-two. So everybody who's listening on the Twitch stream gets this on the day. Everybody else can listen to it later. And it is the Yellow Man Group. Glenn Shirley, you're right. That is going to be our our stage name. Is no our what was what was the stage name that I sent you? Uh, our band name. Oh, shit. It's really great. I'm going to look it up uh, because it's it's hilarious. Uh, so we are, uh, the constipated boner donuts are going to be <laughs> doing a live show, uh, our, our special show, uh, on Saturday, May the 7th, uh, glazed and confused. 
Uh, that's that's our the constipated boner donuts. That is uh, our our live show uh, when we're all together as a group. That's what we're called. So uh, get out and and get those tickets right now. But it is it is two twenty two twenty two and on you, Tuesday on a on Tuesday Tuesday and uh, two people got today's wordle in two two moves. It wasn't me. I wasn't one no, of them. No, you and I both took the shaggy defense. It was not me. And, <laughs> uh, so it was, I believe it was Scott and Jason both got it in two. And I called him out on it. I said, I see how you rigged it where you probably looked up the answer so you could get it in two. And so you could have two on Tuesday to So I'm on to it. Hashtag rigged. But I'm not mad. I am not as 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 they say. I'm not upsetty spaghetti about it. Upsetty spaghetti. Have you done? Yeah, yeah. I heard that for the first time last year, and it like it cracked me up so much that I kept it. Uh, in I ain't my, heard that one in my in my back pocket to use. Uh, uh, I got I got told don't be upsetty spaghetti, and I said now I'm just confused. I'm confused tortellini about that. <laughs> that that's not the same. It's not the same. But um, uh, I heard something like that, and I can't remember what it was or where it was. But um, it's is your name Rufus because that's the Trufus. Oh, I don't like that. Upsetty spaghetti. You can't judge me. Oh no, upsetty spaghetti is hilarious. Face is hilarious. Well, that's true. Uh, so. If it, since it's all twos, you had the great idea that we're going to talk some sequel stuff. And I, I have to start this out because I know we don't normally do, like, timely topical stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is a sequel that just came out that you and I have both seen <sighs> that I'm going to go ahead and say it because I want, I, I actually... I've watched it twice. That is baffling. And I'm going to head, I'm going to go ahead and say it that I liked it I liked it even better the second time. Uh and I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say it's it's not a bad movie. The new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. I liked it. I like yeah. this is coming from a guy as I said on Twitter. I thought the movie was was pretty good, and that's coming from a guy who thinks the original is straight up trash. It's a straight up I do know crap horror movie. Like I know you hate the original. Um, oh, it's so bad. So like the the script is a goddamn mess. The the flimsy way that they get there is bad, I'll give you that much. The flimsy, like, we're, we're buying this town and we're going to turn it into something, like, out in the middle of nowhere, that's a dumb plot. I will give you that much. But the claim to fame of Texas Chainsaw Massacre has always been, for some reason, because with with very few exceptions, the original is very more about what you don't see versus what you see. Yeah. Uh, and so the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies have pretty much become like a straight up gore fest and like 
trying to be as graphic and over the top as possible. And this one fits that bill like pretty, pretty well. Yeah, that, uh, the bus scene's fantastic. I, I know like a lot of people talk about the, or, you know, I've heard quite a few people talk about that. The, I gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd. Okay. That's a six out of which, ten. That's not bad. Yeah, which, which bumps up to a six out of ten. Um, see, I can do that I really, math. I really did enjoy all the gore effects and like some of the action scenes were cool. But then you have a woman who has had a chainsaw going through her body, still being able to, like, walk and fire a gun. No, she wasn't walking. She was laying in a pile of garbage. Doesn't she show up when they are all in there with uh, in the in the uh, movie theater that for some reason has a lake in it? (laughs) Well, it got flooded for some reason. Uh, They were filming a new Lake Placid or some shit in there. I don't know. You started in that porno version called Lake Flaccid, didn't well, you? Well, you know, I was the I was the stunt wiener. <laughs> the stunt wiener. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's not the weirdest IMDb credit that I've ever seen because obviously that one belongs to if you haven't seen the um Hulu series Pam and Tommy. Uh if you haven't seen that, the uh Dirty Raffy from the League voices Tommy Lee's penis. Hey, it is Dirty Randy and Rothy. Uh, and you go to the IMDb page and it says voice of Tommy Lee's penis. Jason Manzoukas. Yeah. So he gets that credit, which is quite possibly my favorite IMDb credit of all time. But, uh, I don't remember now I watched it twice and I'm, I don't remember if, uh, 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 she shows up again at the end. Um, because yeah. I'm too busy hating on uh, the the like the, the the two characters that live the longest are the two that I hated the most. Yeah, and uh, the one with the perm is like New Franklin from the OG, from from the original from the OG, where yep. the the wheelchair guy who I cracked up when he gets the chainsaw in the gut, and it uh, I was waiting for uh, the, uh, the the perm to get it. And they made me wait for it, but I laughed again. I, I will say, and spoilers incoming for anyone who hasn't watched it yet for a movie that's only been out for like five days, but yeah, whatever. True. I, I could not help but laugh when the car is set to like autopilot or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and like her sister's head gets chopped off and she's like slowly driving away. I love it. I love it. And, you know. The, at no point does it apparently cross her mind that she can, like, and you know, I'm sure there's supposed to be like a level of shock or whatever, but at no point does she think I can just climb down and handle this. Like I can climb down and take control of the car. Yeah. You can just turn autopilot. Off. I'm pretty sure you can turn it off. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a toggle switch. So if, if they make cars now where you can have your turn signal sound, be a fart. You could probably turn off autopilot. It's true. You can make your Tesla when you uh, use a turn signal. Uh, you can change the sound to be a fart sound, and it's hilarious. But yeah, like, like you're, you're waiting at a stop, like, like a red light, waiting for the left turn arrow, and it, you just your car's just got major gas, and. But yeah, I was I went in I went into that movie with absolutely low expectations because I'm like 
there's been this will be the ninth Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and I've liked exactly two of them. And I mean, when I say like, I mean I thought one of them was pretty good, and I thought the other one was it was okay, and the rest of them I thought were straight trash, just bad horror movies, and. This one, I was like, this is going to be bad. Like, I know I'm going to hate it. And I will go ahead and say, like, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was exactly what it should have been, which is just get a shit ton of people in a, in a spot and cut them up. Yeah. I do, and- I do like the fact that a lot of people are saying that it's super woke when they obviously just didn't watch it and get it. Yeah, I I will agree with that. And because it's not, it's the opposite of super. All the super woke characters get offed pretty hardcore. Yeah, in very horror movie fashion. Yeah. Well, and I like again. I like the gore, but like there were some continuity issues. Like you know, the the girl with the perm goes from like having shit dumped on her head to just having a couple smudges on her shirt to being in completely clean clothes in like a 10 minute span. Yeah. It was very like jaws, the revenge, Michael Caine, where he comes out of the water and he's got like a freshly pressed shirt on. Yeah. Um, That was a bit, a, a bit noticeable, but, um, you know, I'm also like, I'm at, at the same point. I'm like, I don't really go into that movie looking for continuity. That's um, true. I like I'm 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 into it to watch dumb fucking people get hit by a chainsaw and I was I was pretty okay with it. Like the yeah, like the the the, the bus scene was uh pretty awesome. Uh, I was you could see it coming from a mile away, but it was pretty great. There, there were a lot of logical gaps, but it's a, it's the ninth Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I'm not expecting an Oscar <laughs> nomination out of this oh, one. Oh, for sure, for like, sure. It, it, it's 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 a Netflix original Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. That's the ninth in the series. By that time, like, put it in perspective. By that point, it's the Jason Goes to Hell of yeah that franchise. Like, you're not expecting Splitting Atoms at that point. Yeah. Uh, my other biggest complaint is why are you showing me that the house is still functional? Someone's still living in the house and all that. And then having nothing take place there. You don't even see the inside of what is supposed to be the original Texas chainsaw house. You see the, the, the girl from the original, like working or the woman from the original working in her barn but I, you never see the interior of the house. Like, why are you establishing that that house is still there? And, you know, there's the after credit scene where they show Leatherface walking up to it. But, like, it's kind of, I just thought it was kind of shit to be like, hey, it's it's the house. You know, the house from the original one 48 years ago? Hey, it's, it's here. This is the house. Yeah, and, well, they got to set up the sequel, man. <sighs> <laughs> I will just say that I liked it. Uh, like here, the the weird comparison that everybody's making is uh, that versus Halloween Kills. And I don't know. Why? I don't know why. Like it's, I, it's it's supposed to be Halloween twenty eighteen, not Halloween yeah, Kills. Yeah. Oh, that, that's all the thing. Uh, like if someone is 
you know, like like the 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 defenders of this movie will come in, and if if someone's you know talking bad about the new Texas Chainsaw, they're like, oh, I bet you loved Halloween Kills, huh? Or you know, th- that's like the barometer that everybody's using. They're like, I liked it better than Halloween Kills, or it wasn't as good as Halloween Kills. And I don't know why. I don't know why Halloween Kills is like the barometer for this movie, but I will say if we're using that scale, I liked it better than Halloween Kills. Yeah. I'll 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 say that. I'll use that. I'll use their own rating scale against them. I I like to use random rate. I'm like, hey, I gave it I, I give it four turnips. Like uh, what? Yeah, that's my rating scale. And I change my rating scale for every movie. But four out of five? No, no, just four turnips. Okay. Yeah. Um like Halloween Kills, I give it a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle missing three pieces. Ooh, that's no good. Right? So, yeah, I'm just going to start making up a rating scale for movies and give no context to, like, what what it is. Like, yeah, I give it uh, 497 out of 500 uh, jigsaw puzzle pieces for that puzzle. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. But if you're missing three for that puzzle, that still sucks. Right, like it's the worst, because you, and you, cause you don't realize it until you get all the way to the end, and then you're like, it ruins your entire time. So, yeah, yeah see, like, it, that, that's a deep one. That's a deep one. I'm like, yeah, I give it a, a classic Game Boy, but half the screen, the pixels are dead. Oh. And so you only get the left half of the screen. That's my rating for this movie. So, yeah, I'm just going to start picking, like, random things that I give it exactly 4.83 feet of coax cable. That's it. That's that's my rating. I've, I've, okay. just, I've just decided that that's what I'm going to do. But it does beg the question, because I said, you know, I went into it, and I said I was not expecting very much because it's this far into that franchise. It's a it's a sequel that brings back a legacy character, kind of, uh, uh, for a couple head scratching scenes. But if it's two twenty two twenty two, all about the twos on a Tuesday, let's talk sequels. Absolutely, and let's talk about you know what makes a good sequel or. Um, you know, movies that that need sequel, like, like good sequels, bad sequels, sequels that we thought were going to be great but weren't. And you know, if if you could make a sequel to something, what what would you make a sequel? Well, let's just talk all about sequels and see where it takes us. Uh, my, my first one is another one of these like legacy sequels and I want to touch on it. And it took, I think at this point, it was like one of the longest gaps between a sequel and history or whatever. Um, and I want to talk about Tron legacy. And I think that movie super under delivered. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of people took the Avatar defense that it wasn't about the story. It was about the the look of the movie. And my issue, like my response to that is it's like, I, I don't care how pretty it is if the movie sucks. Yeah, like, like the, the, the coat of paint on it is, what's that saying? Like, you can't polish a turd? 
Yeah, and you know, if Fury Road can tell a good story and then make the color brown look really vibrant, <laughs> yeah, there's no reason that Tron Legacy couldn't take neon and tell a good story. It literally just felt like paint by numbers. Oh, you came and saw this person. They're going to tell you to go talk to this person. They're going to tell you to go talk to this person. They're going to tell you to go talk to this person who's going to tell you to do this and then credits. Yeah, very much like a uh, really crappy RPG that you're like, I'll help you, but first you need to go get me this. Yeah, it's it's it, it felt like fetch quest to the movie. Ugh. The worst. And then they don't even join your party, and so you can't play yeah. as them, and it just pisses you off. Yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah, I I had uh, almost forgotten about about that movie because it was so bad. And, it, you know, it just under-delivered for me. It, I was actually pretty excited about it, was pretty stoked to, like, I think we saw it in 3D. Yeah. And... You know, then it ended, and I was just like, this is a movie. And then, like, the only other time I tried to watch it, I was living with uh, John, and I fell asleep, like, 20 minutes into it and woke up when the credits started. Uh, well, you, you you woke up for the best part. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not, not my thing. Uh, I can give you a twofer. Okay, give me a twofer. Uh, a, a number two and a number three in a franchise that I had amazing high hopes after the first one because the first one was a genre, a sub genre that I thought was long dead and it revitalized and made me believe that you could make a movie about that particular subject again. And then they made two sequels that are just some of the worst piles of crap I've ever seen. I think I know where you're going. Let me know. Let me hear it. All right. Uh, so you remember when everybody was like, well, all like killer shark movies are dead now because Jaws, the revenge killed them all. Yeah. And then a little movie came out called Deep Blue Sea. Not where I thought you were going, but yeah. And Deep Blue Sea was a friggin' masterpiece of killer shark movie in a confined space with LL Cool J. Very, very niche, I know, but knocked it out of the park, was amazing, and then Deep Blue Sea 2 came out, direct-to-video, and you were like, what? And it was not great, because it had nothing to do with the first one, and then Deep Blue Sea 3 snuck onto DVD and it had the daunting task where it was going to make number one and number two and itself all be in the same continuity. Yeah. And it sucked. And what, like, what, uh, it was like a sci-fi original, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was bad. Uh, I think it was like day and date. Um, DVD and on side. It was it was close anyway. It was like real close. And Not like Leprechaun Returns. Yes. Oh, talk about another one that sucked. Um, but yeah, just how disappointing for uh, as somebody who considers Jaws one of his top five movies of all time. 
as much as I, I will defend Jaws the Revenge and Jaws 3D, and even Jaws 2 to a lesser extent, I know that they're not fantastic movies. I understand. You don't need to send me hate mail. But there's something special. Send them jail mail, though. Oh, a couple weeks, and we're going to go on a a spree. We're going to go on a marathon. Next Tuesday is March 1st. Well, shit, then uh, next week, then then seven days away. (laughs) As you can tell, (laughs) I don't understand how calendars work, because math. Fucking math. Um, the the title of this episode is either going to be I Hate Math or it's going to be Constipated Boner Donuts. I don't know. Harvard sucks, the episode. <laughs> Harvard. Um, I wish I could teach anything at Harvard. I would teach. I don't even know what I would teach. But, uh, yeah. You see, film. Yeah, probably. Um, is, there a, is there a talking to a microphone degree that you can get? Because that would be about it. Uh, any job where I don't have to wear real pants. Um, it's the no pants party. Yeah, dude, I got that shirt. It's exciting. I'm going to be wearing it for Lexicon at some point. And you have the best after party pants I've ever seen. Yeah. None. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it is, is, uh, I'm, I'm going to be wearing that shirt. No pants. That's how it is. <sighs> That's the rule. Uh, But yeah, Deep Blue Sea 2 and Deep Blue Sea 3 make me want to uh, commit felonies against people because they make me so mad. Yeah, they make you want to be a worse person. Yes, they do. And I'm already a pretty bad person. Um... In In the realm of, like, movies that I think deserve sequels, um... My mind automatically goes to Trick or Treat. Yes. As one of my first ones, and it's been teased forever, rumored forever. You know, I think it was like 2014, 2015 when they showed that, you know, when the director was at the screening and he came up and he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I want to show you all this. And it was just this thing that said Trick or Treat 2. And it's like, okay, yeah, that was seven years ago. And he, you know, he, it's not like he hasn't been getting work. He's done Krampus. He did trick or treat. I know he's done other stuff that escapes my mind right now, but I it, like the movie is a bona fide cult classic. You know, there are people that were calling it the best original horror movie since the original Halloween. Like, yeah, since the original Halloween, like it got a bunch of praise heaped on it. It sold well. It did well. I don't know why the fuck we're still just like, you know, waiting and waiting yeah, and waiting. Oh, he did direct Godzilla King of the Monsters, which might be part of the reason why. He had yeah, that might have been cause for concern. I lumped that one in. I put that one in the same tier as uh, the rise of Leslie Vernon. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sequels that. Uh, we should have gotten over five years ago. Easily. Yeah. Uh, it, behind the Mask is yeah. a strong number two for me. They they It breaks my heart that we live in the timeline where those two movies don't exist. Like, sequel, they, where they don't have sequels. 
and it's there it's just such a bummer it is it's it's and you know we can sit here and talk till we're blue in the face about both of those and you know the universes that they set up in one movie and about how there are infinite possibilities and infinite directions to go in yes uh, the, the craziest part to me is that, uh, and the, the thing is, I think if they'd waited like four years, it would have been better, but like they tried to crowdfund a behind the mask too. And it failed. Yeah. That's a problem. And it's like, well, it's like, why didn't you just like, and I know like they wanted their movie. They wanted their, you know, they wanted their shit to be done, but at the same time, it was just very much a like, crowdfunding was not unheard of, but you know, if you weren't like the Veronica Mars movie, you probably weren't going to be doing like super well, especially for something that didn't get a theatrical release and was kind of only known for like niche horror fans like you and I for a long, long time. Yeah. And then it, it kind of had its moment where there, there was a time where they probably could have gotten it, but it was a very brief window and that time is, is very much gone. Um, it's not like it didn't have the staying power that say like super troopers did to get their movie funded because super troopers two made it pretty easily. And cause it had that like more widespread cult yeah. status and, uh, yeah, behind the mask, just it was just too niche. It was just a uh, yeah. little too niche. But somehow, All Hallows Eve 2 got made. Which was a huge disappointment. Well, we've talked about this. All Hallows Eve isn't really a fucking movie. No, it's you can find every short from that movie on the Internet. I want to say it's just like someone ran like a contest and was like, hey, we're going to do this. And if you select it, your shorts going to be featured in all Hallows Eve, too. And that's just the entire movie. You can find every single fucking segment online and it sucks. I remember being incredibly like you told me it was bad. And I was like, yeah, we'll see how bad it is. And. Either it was either like streaming somewhere or I don't want to say I bought it because I don't think I did, but it was like streaming online at some point on, I want to say like Netflix or Hulu had it years and years ago. And it was just so fucking bad, man. Yeah. Cause like it was, it said, Oh, you know, it's got all these other, like all, all the, like so many short movies where some of them are as short as like 15 seconds or 30 seconds. Yeah. And then some of them are like, you know, 10 minutes or, and like, they're all bad. Yeah. Like none of them are, you know, good. And like, you know, all they would need to do to get, um, behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon crowdfunded. How's that? Show it on shutter. Yeah. Have Joe Bob do it as one of his episodes, bring in the director. You'll get like five hundred thousand dollars right there. Yeah, that would be that would be the way to do it. 
uh, we should. Or if you're Shutter, just give them a budget to do it, and you can have like this sequel that people have wanted for over a decade under your flag. Yeah, because I don't think that guy has done. I don't think the actor has done like anything else really. I'm gonna look him up. I I'm in the process of doing that as well. No, I'll look him up. You talk about a sequel you want to get. All right, uh, let's see sequels that I would love to get. See, the somebody posted that question too. That's like name a. It was specifically for horror, but it was like name a horror movie that's not a remake, not a reboot, not a sequel that doesn't have any sequels. That's good. And there were a lot of people that were like, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know. Like, that, that's that's a tough question. And I, I struggle with that, too. Like, I struggle with, like, a movie that, like, you know, I'm always going to say, give me another Friday the 13th sequel. Like, I always jump right yeah. to horror because I'm, you know, there. I feel like they are much more they lend themselves better to sequels than other genres. Um, but uh, give me a... See, like, and then I think about movies that I love. I'm like, give me a Night Before sequel. No, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want it. Give me a... Uh, Take Me Home Tonight sequel. I don't know if I want that. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, there are some things that are, like, perfectly left alone. Like, when I was younger, I was always like, well, why didn't they do a PCU 2 showing, like, when the kid actually got to college? Yeah. It's like, Uh, why would I fucking want to see that? Yeah. Like, you know, the whole thing was his, like, experience to, like, go and try it for the weekend and all that. And, like, you know, he has all that... And like, yeah, that, that's some pro. Like that, those are properties that need to be like left alone. Like, if you'd asked either of us last year, do they need to make another Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No, I would emphatic no. nose. Uh, I also saw that apparently they're working on. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I saw uh, where that's getting a sequel. Yeah, why? Like, you know, I, I have not watched it. But, I mean, yeah, it's dumb shit like that, like uh, doing a sequel to The Rock's Jumanji. Uh, Why? Uh, like, you, you change the entire cast, you change the entire way the game is played again if you're going to do it. You don't bring back those actors who were, you know, supposed to be playing, who were avatars. Yeah. For a different movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't need it. Um, so, and I do want to ask, how do you feel about like the legacy sequel? Like the one that comes out like so far after, and I've actually got like another short like question after that, like, Uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tron Legacy, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Halloween 2018, things like that, that like, you know, Superman Returns even that ignore points in their canon, not really Ghostbusters. It's a sequel to the two that it's in the same universe as, but um, you know, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw specifically, and like Superman Returns, where they ignore aspects of their own continuity to just kind of like go from there. I'm, 
I'm I'm torn because like you know of course like with everything there are examples that I love and that I hate. Um, like, do I feel like a new Indiana Jones movie is necessary? No. Yeah. Uh, I really don't. Um, I just like it. It. You know, I, I'm I'm not excited about that. Uh, but I have enjoyed. I will go ahead and say I I will I have at least enjoyed the novelty of every legacy sequel that I have seen up until this point. I don't necessarily think they're all good, but there's at least points of them that I'm like, oh, like I like this. Like this is this is this is fun. Like this part is fun. Um yeah, there's there there's always stuff that I'm like, oh, they should have done this and they should have done this and they should have done this. Um but you know, everybody does. And like it's it's easy to armchair quarterback it after the fact and you know, because I don't have to deal with any of the contracts or the story uh anything and deal I don't have to deal with the people like I don't have to deal with Bill Murray being like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. I can write whatever story I want in my head and he he's not gonna be like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. So yeah. it's easy for me. Um I I think there's a balance because like, you know, I, I, I will even consider, um, uh, Spider-Man no way home as a legacy sequel. Oh, it totally is. And, you know, you have to have that balance because it was funny, you know, Ghostbusters came out like six weeks or so before eight weeks before Spider-Man. Right. And you watch Ghostbusters and you're like, the original characters, like the the legacy characters, are not in that movie very much at all. They're in a combined total screen time of probably about like 20 minutes at the most, 15 minutes Mm -hmm. probably. And then you like, just after that, Spider-Man comes out. And the legacy characters are in that movie a ton. And so, you know, it's it's like, if you're doing that, and you can compare genres this way, Halloween and Halloween Kills versus Texas Chainsaw. Uh, yeah. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis is in the Halloween movies a shit ton. And like, once she's introduced, like, she's pretty much in almost every scene in those movies. She's in it a lot, even when she's in just a hospital bed. She's in that movie a lot. And the Texas Chainsaw, uh, the legacy character is in it, like, barely at all and doesn't really make much of an impact. And so it's weird. Like, like it seems like they take one or the other. It's never, like, an even balance. It's always, like, either the legacy characters are in it a ton or they're in it not at all. I'm I'm always the guy that's like, give me more, you know, give me more entries to all of these. Like, give me, give me, you know, ten more Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies with characters that have survived somehow, and I'll watch them just because it's fun. And like, I love having more options of stuff to watch. So I'm always for it. I might not like them. But I'm for it. That was a long way to get there. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, ask the legacy sequel question. I had something else, but I can't fucking remember what it was. It'll come back to me in like five minutes. I'm sure. Uh, because of me real quick, touch on any single game, like single like games that you wish got sequels that didn't. Um, I know it got spiritual sequels, but I would lo- I would have loved another uh, Until Dawn. Yeah, uh, that one was kind of like my, um, you know, I, I love the the single player um, storyline driven games. Um, the Last of Us was one of mine until they made a second one. Uncharted, they've made a ton of them, uh, so I'm for that. Um. Yeah, until dawn is probably my biggest. Yeah, um, until dawn's definitely on my list, and then uh, as is, and to the shock of no one, lollipop chainsaw. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a fun game! Um, a second one of those would have been amazing. Uh, Eternal Darkness. Okay. Um, which again was at some point going to be crowdfunded. There was they were going to try and crowdfund a sequel a long, long, long time ago. And then some issues came out and, you know, we've talked about those on here before. One of the like head creators was, uh, got arrested for like, it was either child molestation or child pornography. So oh, that yeah, never can't happened. Do that. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that's one of mine, obviously bring in someone different, like, uh, but you know, like, but at the same time, like there are, there are some games where, The like the single entry is so perfect. I don't want a sequel. Yeah, you know. Yeah, some of them are that way, and some of them, um, you know, some games are, uh, and sometimes it's like, uh, you know, the, they they add so much. And it, it, it's it's very different. But like a game like Rocket League, where like they could have made Rocket League two and added a bunch of, of extra stuff and whatever, but, like, they, they've... They're still adding stuff to it and and giving extra stuff out and, um... You know, same deal with something like Dead by Daylight. Yeah, uh, that's... Like they, you, know, you were talking about that, and it's like, yeah. yeah, Dead by Daylight's technically seven years old. Yeah. But, you know, when the game launched, it had four maps, four killers, and, like, six survivors. Um... It now has uh, a lot more. Yeah, and has variations on like five different maps. Has probably close to like thirty survivors, over twenty killers. Like, there's just a shit ton of stuff to do. And they've even done like it. They've done cosmetic upgrades to the levels where they look better, they play better. They will pull levels at times to get stuff to be like worked on, to like work on stuff. Um. So, you know, if if they were like, hey, guys, we're doing Dead by Daylight 2, it'd be like, fucking why? Yeah, like, what's the point? Like, at some point, I get it, but, like, you know, it's not like Mario Kart um, is a great example to use right now. Mario Kart uh, 8 Deluxe or whatever it is. They ported a game from Switch that came out in 2014 Two or they they came out on Wii U to Switch, and now you know it's been out for six years, almost like it, yeah, five years now on Switch, and they're 
adding 48 tracks to it. And I was like, okay, so you're adding 48 tracks. At that point, give me a new game. Yeah, like, g- give me something new. So. All right, before we wrap this up, I'm okay. going to do something fun. Uh-oh. Let's see. I'm going to randomly pick one of these cards. And you're going to answer this hypothetical question real quick, just for fun. All right, how about... You have front row seats to a concert from your favorite band. You might even get to meet them. On your ride to the venue, you start to feel a mysterious pain. But it's not that bad yet. Are you still going to the concert? If I can have front row seats to Limp Biscuit and possibly meet Fred Durst, yeah, yeah. But you know, you you start you you start to get a mysterious. Let's say it's a mysterious stomach pain, and it starts out small right now, but who knows where it's going to be in an hour's time? I'm at least going to try it. All right. All right. Yeah, there's like. Uh, a ton of questions in here that uh, your best friend shows up at your door and urgently tells you to punch them in their face. Would you punch them? Probably. I don't know that I could. Well, I'd get get you a step stool. (laughs) (laughs) You're having an awful day and you're all by yourself. Your least favorite coworker shows up at your door with your favorite movie, your favorite snacks, and a sleeping bag and asks, want to hang out? Do you let him in? Oh no! I don't think I could. I, I, no, I don't think I could. But that also, uh, if anyone knocks on my door and I'm not expecting anybody, they, I'm not going to the door. So, well, anyone who shows up unannounced with like a sleeping bag is that's a hard no. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a bit presumptuous, is all I'm saying. Listen, if you show up at my at my house at night. It's like dinner time, and you bring a movie that's an hour and a half, and you bring a sleeping bag. It's a little weird. That math doesn't add up, and that's coming from someone who is not good at math. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch. There's like 500 of these questions. There's a bunch that are like. the. Uh, the so we're going to ask random people those questions at LCCC? Yeah, we could. <laughs> oh, we could. That's we great. are all over the place for the next little bit. We are like I, I posted a uh, or the I'm sorry the uh, the account posted a tweet that has all of our upcoming dates right now, and there's a lot. I mean, we're going to be like all around the country in the next like four months, five months. It's going to be kind of crazy. So there's a lot of chances to see us. So get your tickets to all those things now. Or we break into your house or the house of someone you love and physically, punch them in the face. And physically assault them. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the thing is we will physically assault somebody that you are related to or that you love if you do not buy tickets to some of our shows. That's just how we have to do it. We got to fill the seats, man. 
we have to fill the seats. So uh, you can find all those, all that on our uh, on our Twitter account. Uh, that's at tn2mpodnet. You can give us a like, give us a share. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash fwbpodcast if you want to support us, help us grow, help us go to more of these events and conventions and all that stuff, uh, more live shows, all of that stuff. You can help us by doing all of that. And as always, hashtag fwbpodcast. Oh my gosh, my throat got dry because I breathed in too heavy. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, if you don't rate and review us on your favorite podcast app, we will send you pictures of our butts. That's the new threat. Yeah, not good pictures of our butts either. No. Um, hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Yeah, I almost forgot about TikTok. Yeah, so did I. can't I. believe I almost forgot about TikTok. So Seriously, oh. they, they look like two Pringles hugging. <laughs> that's you don't want pictures of that just, leave us reviews uh, leave us actually, reviews I actually had a, a friend ask me about this one he goes well, why do you do the dating app thing and I literally was just like I, I said it randomly one day and it's just been something we've done so hi Trey um, <laughs> and yeah uh, as always hashtag FWB podcast on your dating profile on your dating app um, I think we, you know, we've said we, we've limited it to Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and Grinder, right? The real ones, yeah. None of this, yeah, the fake real ones. Shit. Uh, no, no Facebook dating. No, no plenty of fish. No. Because um, look, we want you to do it, but we also have standards. They're low, but we have them. <laughs> I will clarify. They're low, but we do have yes. them. So yeah, if you. Um, if you put that in your profile, not on the edited page, if you actually get it, and if, like, I'm trying to think of the level, like, what level we'll go to if someone sends us a screenshot of their match asking them what does hashtag FWB Oh, my gosh. Um, if that, No joke. If that goes, if that happens, and you set up a date with them, we will Venmo you 30 bucks towards the date? In. Yeah, if you get if you get your match to ask you unprompted, yeah, yeah, can't you can't be like, hey man, ask me what that is. Yeah, what does hashtag FWB podcast stand for? Yeah, um, and what's it mean? You you know you put over the show, right? Um, right. You have to talk. You have to speak of us in in a positive light. You can't be like it's some dumb podcast. Uh, we will Venmo you thirty dollars to put towards your your outing. Yes. See, lying pays off. but my friends until this until this time until this time not next time until this very time yes right now uh and until next time stay safe stay happy keep doing what you're doing um we're gonna be here for you next week really exciting stuff i hope you all had a great two 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 tuesday um but yeah in the meantime thank you for being our friends Actually, real quick, you know what would make a great legacy sequel? What's that? Nightmare on Elm Street. Bring back the original Nancy and give Robert England like a proper, like cool ass send off. Do we want the last time that Robert England wears the Freddy makeup and costume and all that stuff on camera to be on the Goldbergs? No, no, we don't. 
So thank you for being our friends with benefits.